Thank you for listening. This is Until All Have Heard. We come to you from the Far East Broadcasting Company. My name is Wayne Shepherd. I'm with Ed Cannon, who is president of FEBC. These are largely spontaneous conversations, Ed. We just like to report to our listeners what God's doing through FEBC. And I'm, I'm just going to ask you flat out what's on your heart today. Well, that's a, you know, we just came back from having our first ever mid-level leadership uh, training seminar uh, for FEBC. We gathered together 25 or 30 of our younger middle-level uh leaders, emerging leaders, those who are going to lead the organization 10 or 15 years from now. It's so important to get them ready. Yeah. And and the theme of that was, let's really stick to the mission of FEBC. And so it's interesting, before you have that conversation, well, what what really is the mission of FEBC? And it's it's to inspire people to follow Jesus Christ by using media. And further down in our strategic thinking is the fact that we don't want to be preaching to the choir. We want to be reaching the least reached, the hardest to reach, the people that have never heard, the people that radio is a much better tool to reach out to than, say, uh, inviting someone to come to a church. And so I'm reminded of this verse here in Matthew chapter 18. If a man has a hundred sheep and one of them has gone astray, does he not leave the ninety-nine in the mountain and go and search for the one? And then when the one comes, there's great rejoicing. That's sort of in line with FEBC's philosophy. There's lots of people ministering uh, in places where the gospel has been heard and, and trying to build people's knowledge of the Bible, and that's wonderful. But that's not who we are. We're reaching those one lost sheep in remote regions of places like Myanmar and Laos and remote regions in China and Kyrgyzstan and Kazakhstan, places where the gospel is unknown. And so we focused a lot on that. And, you know, Wayne, in our podcasts here recently, we've talked a lot about the big things. Yeah, the, the there are war, many challenges, sure. Yeah. yeah, the war in Ukraine and all the struggles that we're having in the difficult places. But we fail to sometimes talk about these little successes, <laughs> the one sheep that's found in places. So I want to focus on that today. Okay, all right. Let's talk about some of the more obscure things that FEBC has been enjoying over the last few months and years, and we haven't talked about. Well, every time we sit down and talk together, I learn something new. And, uh, you know, I'm able to serve on the board for the Far East Broadcasting Mm. Company. You keep the board informed, but even your your informative emails to the board, you you always have something new to share. So I'm going to, you can test me on this. I'm going to share a fact with you right now, and I want you to be honest and say on this podcast, had you ever heard that before? Okay. Do you know we have radio stations now in Chad in Africa? I did not know that. Okay, no. so that I, I've stumped you. That's wonderful. Yeah, no, our our broadcast reputation has kind of spread across Africa. So people in Africa hear that this Far East Broadcasting Company is effective at utilizing radio stations for the purpose of advancing the gospel, and so many struggling. Uh, ministries have tried to use radio but don't have the technical expertise and and really just don't know how to do radio. So they'll contact us and say, we've got some license or we have some equipment. Would you be interested in partnering with us? And we say, well, partnering is one thing, but we like to control the radio station. For theological reasons and other reasons. If we own the station, we control the station, we'll put our money into fixing equipment, and we put staff that we trust Mm -hmm. and that we know 
uh, have good, sound theology and put right. the right gospel on the radio. And so as a result, we've got a couple of stations in Chad. Okay. Um, <laughs> There's so many facets to this FEBC story. How about Mozambique? Yeah. We've struggled in Mozambique for years, but now we've actually got stations and we own them and control them. I know you're aware of Malawi. I am because my voice is heard there Your every voice day. is heard there with uh, Mark Job in, yeah. in a program that's that's actually reaching thousands of people and in I, Malawi. I, I see many of the comments that come from those listeners in Malawi to our Bold Steps program produced at Moody Bible Institute. You know, I love the pictures, Wayne, that come from Malawi because one of the strategies of our really innovative broadcaster and director there, Amos, is to gather people together. It's a cultural thing in Africa that people don't like to listen to their radio alone as much as they do in groups. Mm -hmm. They love to come together as a group. They sing, they dance, then they listen to the programs and talk about them. And we even provide some printed material to help them uh, as they go through their discussion about what they're learning on the Bible from the radio program. But those pictures of those listener gatherings in Africa. Yeah. It's a completely different cultural context, exactly. isn't it? And we celebrate The it. smiling faces, yeah. people that have very few shoes on and colorful clothing, all with these great big smiles. Oftentimes, a lot of young children gathering together with them. It's very enthusiastic yeah. and 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 I know the comments that come back from Malawi are very deep in what people are, are are learning. And I recall one comment recently that I saw that came to our Bold Steps program was that it was from a Muslim man mm-hmm. who said, I always viewed Christians as the enemy, mm. but I'm learning from you that that's not the case. Mm. Now, he's on his way, isn't he? He's on his way. He's on his way to the Lord, I feel. You know, some of the other comments we get from that country are that, you know, I've I've never really thought about... God as a loving and forgiving God. Now, they're coming mostly from a Muslim background, Mm -hmm. but this concept of God loving you even while you're a sinner is really novel for people to hear the first time. And Amos has shared with us that that's one of the things that's really helping. So you can tell Mark Joe, this is an interesting theme for him to use in those radio programs. I will tell him that. Well, what are some of the other good things happening? Well, of course, we've had a long, long history in the country of India. FEBC, it's called FEBA, FIBA India, is well known for well over 50 years in India. And at one time, we were broadcasting on uh, almost 100 FM radio stations. In that country, they're controlled by the government, all India radio. And most recently, uh, Christian broadcasts have become unfavorable in that country. Mm -hmm. So our content was taken off. But we have reestablished broadcasts on all India radio where we're not very overt about saying Christ is the only way to heaven. However, we're making enough suggestions in our comments about Christianity Hmm. and faith that stimulate many, many people in that country to call in, to write in, to text us, and then to establish a presence on social media. So just our presence on All India Radio, not evangelical, uh, being very careful what we say, has a strategy that's working in that it calls people's attention and gets them connected in, and then we have an opportunity to reach out. Allows us to build a relationship with them, and radio's a great tool for doing that. And and, and I love being able to admit in this podcast, I wasn't really favorable about, about that idea in the first place, because I said, well, what yeah. can we do if we can't proclaim Christ? But our hands are tied, aren't they? Our hands are tied, and, and we have some faithful, disciplined, young broadcasters who say to me, 
uh, with all due respect, Mr. Cannon, we will invite people to have a conversation with us. <laughs> outside of the radio, and that's where we find people that's coming magical. to faith that, in Christ. That is just fantastic. You know, another country that we haven't talked much about on this podcast is the Philippines. And hmm. The Philippines has a phenomenal outreach sure. uh, to the people and has for very many years. Matter of fact, I know one of the most listened to broadcasts of Chuck Swindoll's program is in Manila in the Philippines on FABC's uh, big station. DZAS. DZAS. Mm-hmm. And it's a very popular station. They they do great work. I never give them much credit in the podcast, but FABC Philippines is doing a great job. Oh, they are. The yeah. reason I brought it up today is we've just established a new station in a very radical Muslim region mm-hmm. of the Philippines. It's kind of a novel experiment for us. Mm-hmm. But because FEBC has broadcasts in many Muslim countries, Pakistan, the Muslim sections of India, Kyrgyzstan, Kazakhstan, we understand ways that are effective of reaching to Muslim communities and talking about Christ as deity, as the son of God, not just a prophet. And so we're using that knowledge and expertise now to experiment with this new station, which we've just established in the Philippines to reach Muslims of that country. So glad to hear this news, Ed. Uh, Let's come back to Southeast Asia. What about Cambodia? Well, Cambodia uh, is a, a country that I'm really excited about. We have a very large FM station in Phnom Penh. And all along for the years we've been thinking about reaching the rest of the country, we didn't really realize that when you draw the map of the coverage from Phnom Penh into Cambodia, about two-thirds of the population of that country are within earshot already of that large FM station. Hmm. So our strategy has become to use social media in the remote regions Mm -hmm. of the country, and that's becoming very effective now. We kind of didn't hear much from them because Cambodia had a very severe shutdown during the COVID, and we weren't able to reach out to the people. Now that COVID is over and the lockdowns are ending in that country, we have the ability to reconnect with people. And what we're finding is with no work on our own, simply the spread virally of the presence of FEBC's gospel content on social media, we're finding pockets of hundreds and hundreds of people in remote regions of Cambodia that in the Khmer language have started listening on social media. And I always like to point out that these broadcasts, whenever possible, are in the local language spoken by someone from that people group. I, I need to emphasize not whenever possible, but always. Okay. Our strategy is always we're broadcasting the local Wonderful. language by indigenous people who understand the culture the best so that uh, people will hear these broadcasts in their own language. As you know, Wayne, we've had many reports over the years that say the only reason I started listening to your station— I heard my own language. It was my own language, (laughs) and I've never heard anything like that before. So I listened, and oh, by the way, now that I've been listening for months— I have an interest in this Jesus Christ that you talk about every single day. I have a note from a listener in Cambodia here. I thank God for receiving the new radio with a memory card containing audio chapters of the Bible. I do not know how to read or write, but I've learned a lot from listening. The radio programs have also blessed me to grow spiritually. I thank you, Jesus. 
which mm. is where the thanks goes, mm. isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Mm. He's listening. Yeah. He can't read. Right. He can't write, somebody, but he can listen. Somebody heard his story and sent it on to us. You know, one of the very popular movements that I've been hearing a lot about here in the United States is the orality movement. Uh-huh. And I say to people, well, FABC has been broadcasting for 77 years. It's <laughs> true. We've been in the orality business since our inception. Oral is all we've had, right? That's exactly right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, hey, Wayne, let me tell you, one, one of the other things I'm the most excited about is this explosive growth we've seen in Thailand. And it's not just in the Thai language, but it's in all these ethnic minority languages that we have in Thailand and spreading out north from there. But it's FEBC's concept to migrate from just FM radio and shortwave radio to really engaging with the listeners. Hmm. For decades in Thailand, we have been reaching out to have listener gatherings. Our staff go out into the field. They meet face-to-face with people. Now they've taken the face-to-face concept to Facebook and Facebook-like platforms all throughout Thailand. And we're just seeing all sorts of enthusiasm and engagement with listeners because of these technologies God's given us. I just smile when I hear that. You know, to to think of Facebook being used in remote (laughs) countries like that, it's amazing. Well, speaking of of those extras besides radio, very often Bible studies and Bible correspondence courses are made available. Here's a, a testimony that comes from Thailand. Mr. W is a Buddhist. He's now imprisoned. He saw his fellow prisoners learn the Bible from FEBC Bible Correspondence Courses, so he applied to learn as well. After he began to study the series of lessons, he told us that he began to have peace of mind. He became calmer and could distinguish between sin and righteousness. He wrote that he believed in salvation and eternal life and believed that Jesus Christ really exists. Mm. And that's from a former Buddhist Mm. in prison, Mm. receiving a Bible correspondence course from FEBC. It wasn't too long ago, Wayne, that I was in our office there in Bangkok, and I was speaking with a few of the young ladies who were responding to letters that we had received from these Bible correspondence course uh, participants. And as she was explaining to me, a number of these letters she had all came from the same return address. And at first, when she was answering these letters, she didn't understand why. So she investigated a little bit and found out that that return address was the big prison in oh. Thailand just outside of Bangkok. Okay. Because as this listener points out, yeah. many in the prison have said, I have an opportunity to do this correspondence course. Yes, I'm going to do it. And, uh, you know, Jesus said, visit me when I'm in prison. <laughs> so, this is one way we're doing it. <laughs> yeah, the Thai people do. Okay. I could go on and on talking about other things, Wayne, but there's one I really want to mention. Okay. And, and that is a new development that we've got in one of our countries, Korea, where they've reached out beyond just the South Korean people. A few months ago, we built a very large AM station. It's 200,000 watts, which allows us to broadcast a signal. Yeah. 18 hours a day into North Korea. That's four times more powerful than any AM station in the States. Yeah, yeah, it's it, it's quite amazing. And I was I visited the site just not too long ago. But the good news is, and that we don't get to report often, they've now started receiving correspondence from North Korean listeners. Wow. And you say, how does that happen? Well, there are missionaries, and these are missionaries from Japan who go into North Korea on business visas Mm -hmm. to do business work in North Korea, but they're actually missionaries. And they have talked to people 
who listened to FEBC's broadcast, and they carried letters back from them to give to our staff in Seoul. And I had the opportunity to look at those letters with my own eyes and have them read those reports to us, which puts a lump in your throat, Wayne. Mm. The suffering and the conditions of the people in North Korea are so difficult that to hear the joy in their voices written in these letters that we've started receiving because of that broadcast. So I just praise God for that work yeah. of FEBC Korea. And there's one more thing they're doing. Okay. One of those stations that they're, they're starting to use, which is broadcasting in the Mandarin language and can cross the sea and get into China. And that's about all I'm going to say about it. But right. we're praying for the Chinese people to get an opportunity to hear all the right. gospel. Why don't you get a map out sometime and look at these places we've been talking about and just thank God that FEBC's broadcasts, whether it's uh, social media, whether it's shortwave, whether it's AM, FM, that it's all being used by the Lord in mm, these places. Mm, it's amazing. Mm, it, it, mm. It's hard to believe sometimes we get to do what we get to do here, Ed. Isn't that true? And when you first asked me the question, Ed, what's on your heart today? I was sitting there thinking, I don't... <laughs> How I can don't, I fill this time? <laughs> I don't have any idea what to talk about. Now I'm looking at the clock thinking there's 10 more things I want to say, yeah. but I'm going to let you well, go away. We'll, we'll talk about it in the future here on the podcast. But in the meantime, thank you, friends, for your support of the Far East Broadcasting Company. It means so much to us, and it means so much to us when you pray for the staff in these places. And pray for the leadership. Pray for Ed and the staff who who uh, roam the world encouraging and instructing and keeping this ministry on target. So we appreciate you. You know, when I get the opportunity, Wayne, to share with our staff around the world that there are literally thousands of Americans praying for you every day, yeah. I see tears in their eyes. It means that much to them to know that the American Christian population has their back, they're supporting them, and they're praying for them, and they're encouraging them to get the gospel to every tribe and tongue and nation. Well, let's be a part of that story. I know I want to be. All right. Thank you, friends, for listening. This has been Until All Have Heard. Our producers are friend Joe Carlson, and this has been a production of the Far East Broadcasting Company. Look us up online at febc.org.